Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to another edition of Techniques Tips. We didn't even have a countdown. We're just going straight into it. I'm your host. Straight into it, man. (laughs) Oh, man, straight into it. It was one of these mornings, and I'm going to be fully transparent and come out there. Sometimes when you feel like it's that time of the year, you have a lot of things that you just want to get done. And so I was this morning trying to get so many things done, and I was like, oh, snap. (laughs) Time to get live. And so um, forgive me all. Uh, forgive me all. But thank you guys for coming. Appreciate y'all, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You already know it is the number one tech morning show in the world, man. And y'all are here with us. Appreciate that. Yes, appreciate that. Oh, I got some people up on, up early with us, too. Tech Coach Ralph, what up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Appreciate you, man. He's a yeah. We got we definitely gonna be chopping it up soon, me and me and him. And then we got a top of the morning from Jean Bernard Remy. That's what what up what up. Appreciate you. Hopefully I said that right. Oh no no Jean Bernard. It should be Jean Bernard. Uh, Jean Bernard. Good morning from good morning Mitch. As always, the few, the proud, the faithful. Appreciate you, man. And then we have uh, from NYC. That's right, NYC stand up. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, myself. So. NYC stand up for sure. Stand up, B. Stand up. Run me them, run me them jewels, B. <laughs> you got some fresh tips on me. You know, like uh, it's just the it's just the New York vernacular, right? It's just it's just who we are. Oh, what a recruiter cousin. Oh, this is special. Recruiter we got cousin, you. what's up? We got you live with us. We feel this is a privilege and an honor. Thank you so much for rocking with us, man. These shows are so much fun. Uh, so I hope that you're going to have a good time rocking with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, man. Thanksgiving. Let's keep keep the comments flowing, y'all. And if you haven't, go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe uh, to the channel. Uh-oh, talking about that's late 80s and early 90s. That's right. That's old school. They say <laughs> other stuff now. Uh, I believe it. I believe it. Look, I'm from Texas, man. Uh, don't judge me. I watch. I watch the movies. That's what the movies tell me. I, I just watch Paid in Full, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. They call them butters now. <laughs> There's all sorts of all sorts of vernacular that we all sorts of slang. Probably not even not even connected to right now because we're so old. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So in regards to that, man, uh, I want to just just wrap with you real quickly about uh, Thanksgiving. And actually, if you are on my side, you could probably see um, a couple of things there. Uh, oh, what you in the gym? Awesome in the gym this morning, so I had to hop on. Yeah, man, we'll keep you going. This we'll keep you going through your whole gym exercise. You're gonna laugh with us. You may actually cry with us. Uh, maybe not cry, but you're gonna laugh with us for sure. Uh, and we're gonna have a good conversation. Uh, but yeah, how was your Thanksgiving, Trey? I'm just I just want to definitely make sure that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta laugh at this one. Black card revoked. Oh man, we'll get it back. We'll get it back. Uh <laughs> who's black card? Not mine, bro. I'm I'm from Texas, man. I don't know. I don't know New York slang. I can't change I don't know. It, it's just the way it is. I, I never tried, never will. <laughs> but uh I wanted to just get in uh I thought talking about Thanksgiving, y'all. Um, and like I said earlier, if you like, comment, and subscribe. If you're on LinkedIn, go ahead and share this with others if you're on youtube and you've seen this for the first time and you haven't go hit the subscribe button it's free it don't cost you a thing um and so man how was your thanksgiving <laughs> before i talk about mine bro bro my thanksgiving was good man i was um normally i did my normal 
my normal ordeal, which is house hopping. I didn't get to do it as much. So yeah. normally, man, I, I love going to different, you know, I got a large family, little pockets of family grouped together, like, at, you know, in certain spots, Yeah, bring certain foods. And so normally I take my time and I go to each one and enjoy all the fixings from everybody and seeing their faces. But this, this time, man, um, kind of got caught up. So I didn't really, I only got to go to two. I got to go to two places. I didn't, um, I didn't stuff myself. Like, uh, I, I had made an intention, bro. I made, I was serious about not overeating and, and, you know, just being super gluttonous. I did not want to do that this time. <laughs> so, um, the first place we went to my, um, brother's, uh, wife, his fam, like her family, they, they wanted to kind of host everything for, uh, uh our family to come as well so we went yeah. to her her mom's house had a good time ate good food watched the cow um, actually i didn't watch the cowboys there then um i went to one of my aunt's house and finished the second half of the cowboys game while also eating uh desserts and things like that and uh then we came home basically my wife's family they're so spread out that they uh kind of just got on zoom and mm. so they had a designated time to get on Zoom and all see each other and talk to each other and stuff like that. Uh, and then Friday, bro, I, I'm going to include this in there because this was a part of the weekend. But Friday went to the last night of the reunion tour. Uh, so that oh. was that was real fun, man. Um, it was obviously Fort Worth is um, Kurt Franklin's hometown. So they yeah, pulled out all the stops for that one. It, it was a uh, sold out crowd. Day pulled out everything man um so ty yeah. tribute uh she's the boys uh, also the boys clark sisters. <laughs> yeah already already yeah. uh clark sisters david tamla man um israel holden man everybody was in there so uh that was real fun man but nonetheless i did not gain 15 pounds this year uh not saying i did that any year but i just made sure i stayed right man but it was a good yeah. weekend good week for sure yeah, yeah. Good morning. I was, I was going to say, before I start talking, I said, good morning, Mr. Bonella. Uh, good morning, Evan. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What up, Ben? I got Phineas, my, 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 my real producer in real life when I, when I was doing hey. music. I was, I'm getting back to it. I'm going to get back to music soon. But yeah, this, this is the bro right here. If anybody looking for a sales engineer, grab him. Grab him. Guy's a genius. He really is. <laughs> so, uh-oh, she, she filled up your eagles all day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Recruiter cousin, you know what? Listen. <laughs> I'm not going to cap. They they did they did their thing yesterday. I was oh, I thought they were going to be out thing. of there. I they thought they were going to be out of there yesterday. I I will say this. I'm a players fan at heart. So don't um it is what it is. I got to I got to say when I'm watching when I'm watching Mr. Hurts I'm like, man, he got it. He really got the juice. Okay. He got it. He got that dog in him. So man, OG. it is what it is. That guy I am still with the Cowboys, though. I just gotta let you know. Yeah, we ain't that bad this year. <laughs> it's, at least you stick to your guns. I ain't mad at you for that. Yes, Vinny, so I appreciate real. you, man. For real. For real, for real, for real. This guy is if you if you look for music, he's a guy, man. Like he's he's gotten awards he's very humble about it i'm gonna toot his horn for sure uh this guy placements all sorts of stuff uh what up k joy what up AO Good family morning. 
Anthony O'Neill family, what up? What up? What up? Literally Thank gave me a heart attack the entire game. I'm not. I'm not playing. Honestly, that's true. I, that would that that game was one of the <laughs> like. Yeah. Don't hurt me, Jill. Don't hurt me. I don't nah, if I was a if I was a Eagles real fan. Eagles fan, yeah. If I was a real Eagles fan, I would have been on the floor too because that was crazy. <laughs> they was they weren't supposed to be down like that yesterday. So yeah, for them to come back and and you know on the line get that thing in, he got that dog in it for real. For real, for real. Well, I'm going to get going with, with my Thanksgiving thing, and then we'll get going yeah. to the show because this is so good. And keep chiming in, y'all. This is this is very interactive, so we don't we, we don't mind bringing y'all in for anything. But mine was the simplest Thanksgiving I ever had. Simply went to my sisters-in-law, and they basically had it where the kids were running around like usual. We ate, and we pretty much... That was it. We like it was very, very simple. You know, it wasn't anything crazy. We didn't we didn't do mass hop. I was a single man. Hop house hopping was a thing. Like, okay, I'm going to I got I got the morning shift at this house. <laughs> and then the afternoon we're going here. And then we're crashing on my boys at later in the evening. But yeah, man. When you got kids, family, just keeping it simple. That's all I that's all I wanted. And that's exactly what it happened. But I'm not gonna lie, most people, once they hit Thanksgiving is over. There's something between Christmas and Thanksgiving that goes bonkers. And that's whole this lot. whole shop to you drop Black Friday. Today is Cyber Monday craziness. And so one of the questions I actually had, I did put it in the chat on the other side. Uh, on, on Go ahead. If you see it on my YouTube page, go ahead and check it out. But I wanted to ask everybody, what is their favorite place to shop if they do shop on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, if it's online, if it's in person, most people be like, you know, it's Amazon. But I want to I want I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious, because back in the day for me, it used to be Costco as a kid growing up, man. It used to be Costco. Uh, you know, I like this. He says, if, it's not studio, if it's not studio equipment, nothing is getting bought this year. He's like, I'm, <laughs> he's like, I'm, uh, he's like, I'm making sure that I put an investment in it. But for me, it was Costco because as a kid, you, you, everything was in bulk. So you go into the, re- you go into Costco, you look around, you're getting cookies in bulk. You know, I was a big kid, husky kid. You get it, <laughs> you get in your presence if you could see it there. Your mom might be hiding it, but everything is like done, and you, you always feel like a champ coming out there because the cart. It's full, and you, you, you give. Uh, for me, my minivan was full, and I always felt something special and nostalgic about Costco at this time of the year. What about you, man? Dang, uh, man, for real. I'm trying to think. Growing up, I never. I don't know. I don't know. Growing up, but then I do remember as as I got older and I started getting a little a little bit of duckets in my pocket. Um, I don't know why, but I just loved I loved Dillers, bro. They always had good deals. And then um, I was a huge Ralph Lauren fan, like, I mean, still am. But so they always had the good deals with the good Ralphs in the men's department. Uh, But then also, if you needed to get the smell good, that was right there as well. So uh, when anytime they had they had they have certain days where they got the big sales. Right. Uh, I'm definitely as soon as I get the text, I'm in there. I'm I'm grabbing up the Ralphs and all that stuff. So. Um, those are things that I remember, um, kind of like, yo, for sure. I got to go here, yeah. um, growing up. So that was it for me. That was the, that was the one. Wow. Yeah. And I see a couple comments here. We got somebody that says Kohl's. Kohl's was a one-stop shop. No, that's facts. <laughs> they got everything in there. 
My auntie, <laughs> not a JC Penny and Coles. She not even not even threw the uh, what is it the Sephora in there, man? They got the Sephoras in the in the Coles now. The women Sephora's... can't stay out of. <laughs> the, that coach she said growing up was Best Buy for me. He was, technology was always with him. Uh, like <laughs> from the seed, from the seed, <laughs> from, from a seed to a grown man, technology was always with him. And uh, you know what's so crazy? Uh, as we're talking about this this topic, you know, I had to look it up, right? Because I was like, I wonder how like Black Friday has been traditionally. And and I looked it up. It was actually some CNBC article that said like, you know, Black Friday shoppers spent about a record $9.8 billion, but not in retail, online shopping. So that was like up 7.5% from last year. So I was like, what's that? I mean, that makes sense. I mean, online is kind of what happened. If you think about what happened with the pandemic, and how everything was like, okay, we can't go into stores. Where are we going to shop? Everything was online. Groceries, everything was online. So it actually makes sense, you know, that this really did happen. Um, and so that that signals a lot of things for us as a people, like in regards to just, you know, the boom that we're seeing there. And, and one of the conversations that we did have is, you know, if you are working in tech, how does this impact you? Well, I know for sure that there are many different types of, and, and, and feel free to chime in, Trey, but there's de- many different types of platforms now we have with the emergence of AI, that AI is impacting these different industries. In fact, there's one company that I know of, Nemiros AI, they basically have it where you literally, they integrate with any kind of on- online retailer. You click on an image that you like, and it opens up options that are that image. So let's say it's a floral dress. You click on an image and you see just floral dresses. And then you keep clicking on the images. It's a wordless search that allows you to kind of go refine deeper and deeper into the search and find exactly what you want. Um, it's In fact, Revolve, one of the biggest online retailers, use it right now. Shameless plug. I'm not connected to the company, but I just, I just, that's an example I can think of is how retail yeah. is really being impacted. And if you are in sales in this time, I know this, everybody says that December is like the worst time to be an STR, BDR account executive, but you might find an opportunity in there to say, hey, companies, you're planning for your next year. Um, and I work for an AI company that does, that helps in this e-commerce space, or we provide X and Y, Z service. Let's talk and plan so that we could be part of the conversation when you move into the next year. I know there's vacations and stuff, but you might have an edge in there that you may not realize, uh, especially looking at the data and seeing that, you know what, there really is a way that you can pivot uh, and even utilize these type of articles when you're pitching to these different uh, BPs. So, uh, but yeah, Trey, I wanted to hear your thoughts on that as well. As we're trying oh, bro, that, to that, tech. Uh, that company, what, what you were just talking about, that company sounds lit, bro. Like, because me personally... <laughs> Like when I'm searching, when I'm looking for something to buy, like I'm very specific. Like I know exactly what I want. Like, yo, if yeah. I'm looking for a, uh, I don't know, a cashmere hoodie. Yeah. Like I know what it looks like in my head. So the fact that you can type it in, right. Black watch tartan hoodie. And yeah. it's going to, and it's going to just give me a whole list of it. That sounds like my type of, my type of coming. They need to go ahead and get that out to, to the world on they are. online platforms. Right. Yeah, and so they, they are. Too. I can't wait. I can't wait for that to hit everybody's um, online website for real. But uh, man, I mean, yeah, you said it, bro. Like tech, when it comes to first of all, when it comes to us, the yeah. the industry only does what the people want. 
right? Like they're not trying to they're not trying to break break that up for real. Yeah. There's only a few of those disruptors. They're doing what the industry wants right now. Yeah. Everybody is online. Like yeah. when was the last? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm maybe it's just me. You know, I was talking about Dillard's a while ago, but yeah, I don't go to the mall, bro. Like mm. I just I don't. That they, they never have what I want. Oh like, wow! When I when I'm shopping, I'm online because I know I can find it. Like yeah, I spent, yeah. I waste I wasted too much time in the mall. So now it's just it, it's a reflection of of real life, bro. Like like you said, the the stuff happened the pan, you know the pandemic and everything. So now people are way more more people are way more comfortable shopping online and getting yeah. what they need and tech understands like oh this is where it's going or this is where it's been going right e-commerce yeah. platforms they're getting better right you got i mean every everything ai machine learning it's all getting better and it's all you know there are teams and companies strictly focused on the e side of everything so um it's only going to get it's only going to get bigger and better from here right cuz you got people yeah. who Ideas are not limited, bro. And there are people that that's all they do. They're thinking about how can we make this specific thing better? And they're mm-hmm. doing it. They're how can we solve a, a problem? Yeah. And, then, and so I actually threw a poll. It's on my it's on my chat. Uh, but go ahead if you and I think Trey, you have it there as well. But like in regards to shopping, are you guys still shopping in a store? Or are you shopping like did you shop? in person or online on black friday i wanted to kind of get an idea of what that is for people like did you shop it online did you shop in person like what did that look like for you because like my brother trey said i mean i i still i still nostalgic to want to shop in a store <laughs> right uh but the appeal is amazon next day shipping for is, is come on that, man that's the appeal uh, <laughs> they changed the game bro. i actually saw it right here All, uh, online shopping i do not want to get robbed i'm really i want to i like to Ooh, keep it wait. safe love best to buy and amazon because they ship to me <laughs> philly devil uh said it. she covered her face too like i don't want to be seen uh yo I she that. said she don't want to get robbed, and that's real, bro. It's real out it's there. Real. I heard. I heard about Philly, man. I heard about it. I don't yeah. know. I just heard. I don't know. Yeah, I nah, love, it's, I it's crazy. People, it's man. crazy everywhere, though, man. It's crazy everywhere. You got to keep yeah. your head on a swivel, man. It's crazy. Yeah, you do. And that, speaking about that, that's another thing I wanted to bring up as well. Is man, we got to be careful uh, about the scams out here. <laughs> Philly Rebel says Philly is devious. I, I, I believe mm. you. I believe you. I believe you. One thing, uh, we New Yorkers, uh, we do have an appreciation for how gritty Philly is. We we understand. We understand that for sure. Uh, I did both. She did both. Recruit cousin said, I ain't playing no games. I'm covering all sides of this conversation and making sure I get everything done. Christmas is done. Everything done. Uh, no, I, I appreciate that. I, I, even the polls are saying it too, like online, 100%. Uh, they're like nobody's playing with that in store. They're like, nah, we're Bro, not doing that. It's uh, too risky. It's too risky, man. Oh uh, man, and and that's the thing that uh, you know we were talking about too when we we're having conversation is what are the risks? And 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 this is another article we pulled up here from CSB, CSB, CBS News. If I could talk this morning, which talks about something that we all kind of experienced in the past, but is obviously rising, and that is the issue with these gift card scams and tampering, like. If you think you got a good gift card to send to somebody, think again because you open that bad boy up and it's just nothing but 
it's it's just plain caca. <laughs> you know, uh, somebody has gone in there uh, and they basically have put faulty uh, gift cards in there. That's what the article was saying. Um, uh, she, waited slash. she said, I got an expensive husband, so I got to make sure I got it. <laughs> you know, yeah, sometimes, look, I will say, yes, sometimes you have no choice, right? You got to go out there and you got to get in there. So yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, and 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 uh, and and Mr. Jean Bernard, Jean Bernard said he's at both. I like that. I like that. But yeah, you gotta be careful, y'all, because there's stuff out there. Um, and uh, I'm not gonna pull up the whole article for you to read, but basically, somebody picked up a gift card, put two hundred dollars on it, got the baby card, and got it off the shower. Uh, it was crazy. Like people are actually losing money out here. Um, at this particular time. So just keep yourself, just be aware, like my brother Trey said, and even Philly Rebel said, keep your head on the swivel because these scams are, are some real scams out there. Um, and they are getting, a, they're getting a little bit more clever, especially with the emergence of AI and how that is being utilized nowadays. You know, cybersecurity, oh man, y'all that work in that industry, y'all are going to be busy. <laughs> to, Definitely. Y'all are getting busy. It's getting busier, busier by the year and more and more in demand. So so y'all definitely, um, uh, you are probably what, you know, we would consider as a few of the proud, uh, the cybersecurity people. Y'all y'all holding it down. Man. So um, I don't know if you have anything you want to add about the gift card scams, because that's something that we were talking about, Trey. Bro, uh, I mean, it's just for me, it was just wild to even see. Like, how, yeah, why are people, why are they trying to? I mean, every space, bro, <laughs> like, you just got to watch out, you just got to be safe. Every space, people in here, they found they finding a way. And what's yeah. crazy is, bro, in my mind, I'm you know what I be thinking about. I'm like, bro, you're that smart, man, you're that smart, yeah, like, just use it for use it for, I promise you. It, on the other side, bro, you do not have use to, your powers you for not good. Have to, you don't have the black mask it, man. You don't have the black mask it. <laughs> Go on the other side, and I'm telling you, there's like there's probably some bees waiting for some of these people with how smart they are, mm. and uh, just you know, just the type of mind that they have. Yeah. There are companies that they want that in there, not the bad side, but they need that creative thinking, bro. Yeah, they don't have it. That's what they need, and they'll they'll pay you. I promise, man. Just do it for good, bro. I shouldn't yeah. have to be watching out for my gift card that I just got at the store. I'm sorry, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, man. And, and actually, speaking about that, you actually had some good thoughts on, um, you know, back. You know, right now we're talking about Black Friday. We're talking about Cyber Monday, and people are basically shopping for the products that they want. But companies are also shopping for talent. Uh, and I would love for you to talk about that, man. And just share what the insights you found about that. Yeah, well. bro. So, um, uh, PRN, uh, PR Newswire, bro, they came out with this article like literally a few days ago. And what they were saying was that um, tech, tech employment, regardless of what you hear in the news, right? The facts are, the mm. facts are. Let me actually let me pull up the whole thing because I want to, I want to get it. I want to get into it. It said literally even with a slew of layoff announcements, right, at the start of 2023 and kind of throughout it, right, we know that. But it says even with that, unemployment rates are still around or around 2%, well mm-hmm. below the national average um, in general uh, work. And then it's saying that um, 
uh, basically the tech employment remains steady. All right, seventy nine percent of IT professionals laid off starting a new precision within three months. Mm. So even though <clears throat> even though people were getting laid off, they were able to get another role within the next three months. And then it says seventy one percent of HR leaders said their tech hiring is due to growth and fifty two percent to black uh, to backfill uh, positions. So. Uh, really, it's just one of those things where, you know, you're, we're hearing some things on the news and we're seeing this stuff, right, or, or we think. But if we actually stay in the game and continue to, to work, you know, and try and get in, there's a lot of companies out here that are still hiring and they're still needing people to get into this tech industry. So right now it said also, you know, tech workers, they prefer remote work due to factors like the lack of commute and work-life balance. Um, and so there are still companies out here hiring for fully remote as well. Um, mm. Obviously not as many, right? Because they, they do want to kind of have you back in there a little bit, but if that's what you're looking for, you can't find it. Um, and then it's looking like AI investments are on the rise, right? So these companies, the ones who can, right? We know there are certain companies that are still on the fence. They're going to hold it out, but the ones who can, <laughs> Uh, they they are investing in AI software engineers, and so they're earning high, way higher salaries because right now that's they're trying to shift into that space. So yeah. if, if you know if you're if you're all about that AI and you know you know you know some things, you can get in on that side and, and probably run up the bag uh, just by being in the right place at the right time, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, lastly, here it just says top. Tech candidates are still in high demand, but there is more balance in the tech job market rolling into 2024. So that sounds like good news to me, man. What do you think? I sound, I think that sounds like great news. I mean, honestly, you know, if you, depending on which news outlets you listen to, sometimes you're like, oh, it's over, you know, but the truth of the matter is it's really like any other industry. It has its ups and downs. It has a way of stabilizing itself. And compared to other industries, tech has overall, even though there have been quote unquote layoffs and things of that nature. And I've seen it myself, the bounce back, the the career stability that I'm seeing uh, from a lot of people being able to get back into a career, you know, even though some people did have to wait, like they said in the article, three months, uh, it's still happening. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of take the time to encourage people to keep going. If you had a, if you're in a bad spot, if you unfortunately had to be laid off or the case or, or another situation had to occur, you know, keep keep going. Trey and I, many others, recruiter cousin is in the building. Tech coach, uh, uh, tech coach is in the building as well. There's a few others here, technical, technical route that will love to help and really kind of share a ways to really kind of make that pivot into, you know, the next part of your career and what you have going on. So we, we're here. We're here to, to support and things of that nature. So definitely connect with us, lock in with us, man. And uh, one thing I also want to throw in here was that this is a call-in show. So if you want to call in, the link is on my YouTube channel as well, where you could click that link. If you want to, you could just 
go ahead and do the old school way and cop and type out the link at the bottom and scrolling at the bottom. But we'd love to hear your thoughts in regards to Black Friday, in regards to companies hiring going into 2024. We definitely want to hear back from y'all and hear from you. But in the meantime, I do got a couple comments here, but let me go back to Bernard because I, I did see you pop this up. He says he likes to do both because uh, he's talking about in shop, in uh, online shopping and in-person shopping because he loves the art of negotiation. Are you in tech sales? Because <laughs> if I have a referral, <laughs> I'll just throw it your way. If you love the art of negotiation, then then tech sales is definitely the place for you uh, and, and can only happen in person. Yeah, negotiation is definitely a skill. Uh, for sure. That's true. That's true. Right now, right now, who knows? They probably, bro. I'd be. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody's working on something right now. Where, hey, we're gonna put in this range, right? So either you know two thousand or three thousand dollars. So if it goes anywhere in this range, you can say yes after a few after a few times. Uh, I'm talking about with a bot. So you got people they type and, and haggling, haggling with the bot, bro. And then the bot is like, you know what? I think we can do two thousand and fifty. Yeah, we can do that. I think and, we can do two thousand fifty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the humans like, no, that's not, I want cheaper. It's like I can't go lower. That's all I can do. That's all. I all can I can do. do. All I've been programmed to do. Oh, man. Uh, a Philly Rebel says, it's not many entry-level jobs out here. I'm new to tech, and I've been looking since April. I am a QA tester. I'm still trying, but it's rough. You know what? I'm, I'm so glad that you actually said that because we have tech coach Ralph who's on here or who was on here. He actually is a senior QA. Um, so lock in with him if you can on YouTube. Is YouTube is tech coach Ralph. And I'm gonna put his, I'm gonna put him up right here just so you could see it, uh, Philly Rebel. Uh, but look up tech coach Ralph. Again, he's a senior QA. Uh, he, if you connect with him, networking is, uh, is a huge key in regards to being able to find this, uh, these jobs. Because one of the things I wanted to emphasize that I don't think they talked about in that, in that article is we are, and, and, and correct me wrong, I know we have recruiter cousin here and other people in here, but we are moving a, a little bit away from my opinion, from the typical traditional resume era where it's really the hidden, the hidden market, man, which has always been around because nepotism has always been around. So there's always been a hidden market, right? right? But even it's becoming even more prevalent where now for you to get those particular jobs, networking is going to be key because the company themselves may let the employees know like, hey, we have these roles, uh, go ahead and refer people to them. But you're not going to necessarily find these roles on Indeed or other job boards. So um, that's why I like refer.me. Um, it's a, it's a, just, it's just refer.me. And um, if you go to that website, you can be able to find jobs that people are actually referring from within the company. And, and you could actually say, Hey, I want to apply for this job. They, they basically, you now get in through a referral um, and then it's refer.me online. So definitely check that out. And you know what? I'm a, I'm a throw it audible brother. I'm gonna throw it audible because I feel right. like we're talking about, you know, um, transitioning and getting to a job this might be a great resource for somebody and that is none other than text giving summit the text giving summit now text giving is an organization that's all year round they have a discord i just joined it this weekend pretty fabulous but text giving summit is something i wanted to kind of just show you real quickly here um in fact let me refresh the screen so that you could see all the beautiful graphics uh but basically text giving summit is an event that's going to be happening next week 
December. And I'm actually going to go I'm right on the web page right now live. So I'm going to go to it so you can see the dates. December 6th is a virtual day, in-person welcome day. That literally is free. So if you are not familiar with Giving Summit, on December 6th, if you can't afford to get there or if it logistically doesn't work out with your schedule, you could join that virtual day um, and you could be able to kind of just be a part of what's going on. Now, December 7th, they have a workshops and they have, you know, an expo and you're meeting, you're meeting people from not only just uh, traditional tech, uh, but you're meeting people from GovTech. It's a lot of different things. And if you want to even go and look at the schedule, um, the schedule itself is pretty, it's pretty sustainable. In fact, I'll go right here real quickly and I'll just show you the schedule um <laughs> because it's long so this is the first day right the virtual hop that i was kind of referring to but then on the next day there's all this you know uh how to master tech job search by darius robinson that's one of the sessions that they have driving and um driving and embracing innovation in government spaces by george mcgowan so there's a lot of people here my, my girl kanika tolver is going to be speaking as well um i interviewed nafisa who's one of the co-founders for this uh this saturday actually and she's going to be speaking as well she's brilliant um uh, she's speaking about three mistakes founders make in their formative stages um right here with herself and jared mclean so definitely if you can make it check it out and the reason why i'm bringing this up here is because a lot of people go to different tech events, right? And of course, it makes sense that they cost a lot or cost a good, you know, a good chunk. Listen here, <laughs> for two days access, you're spending like 75 bucks for two days. And, 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 and also this right here, the VIP one, that's $155, you know? And then the platinum Easy. is 379. And I'm not getting paid for this, nothing. I'm just, I'm just sharing this because of what you mentioned, Philly Rebel. I think that, uh, people that can make it to this uh, will really have a great time and, and really you need be able to, be. to do it. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I am bringing it up right now, because I wanted to just kind of share the love and say, yeah, it's text giving T E C H S giving dot org. And you could just check out summit um, and go ahead and do that. I mean, honestly, people, if you, if you're in the East coast and you drive to that, you're going to spend more time on gas than you would for the VIP package, <laughs> you know, it, or if you take it, you know, so, so it's, it's really one thing to check it out, but I'm going to go to the comment section because I see some responses here. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are able to connect for sure. Um, and hopefully something could come out. Let me know, let us know, hit us up on LinkedIn. We want to kind of keep track on that. I'm not in QA, so I don't really know that world, but we always love to point people to the right direction. Um, and then we have resumes are often a base. Most opportunities I've had come through relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And personality seals the deal. I, I, I totally agree with that. In fact, I have a mentor friend of mine um, who literally he was telling me that he that because of the relationships he developed exclusively on LinkedIn, he was able to land a job that a position that was actually that they created for him because they loved him so much. And then the HR manager is running behind him. She's like, Oh, I'm sorry. We hired you and everything, but we never got your resume. <laughs> Can you please just send it to us? He literally got interviews and he literally was able to land that role, have that role created for him because Man, of, that's, of networking and relationships. That's and crazy, the, bro. The hidden market. That's that. I love that. I love that term, bro. Because like when you, when you just said it a while ago, the hidden market, like it's real. 
Yeah. The hidden market is real. And it's, I mean, even if you think about it, it's real in other spaces, real in real life. Like mm-hmm. there's always been a hidden market in real estate, mm-hmm. right? Off market, like sell where you, you look, you riding around, you wasting gas, riding around looking, Oh, that one's safe for sale. That one got a for sale sign. And it's so many yeah. that off the market are for sale, but only for the people who know. Or unless you know someone who knows and you yeah. can get normally you can what what just like what you said, normally those deals get done way faster, a lot of less haggle, a lot mm. of like fat, like it's the smoother process. Why? Relationships, man, you don't have to go through all the, the the rigorous like back and forth and all this other stuff. And it's the same in the job market. If uh, I normally try and tell people to start there first, like, yo. Think through your mind, Rolodex, and who do you know who is already in there? Like you might, you probably know someone who's already in the space or in there that you can like hit up. And like you said, most companies they have this thing, especially on the sales side, right? Like, yeah, I hear it all the time. Like, yo, we're always hiring. If you know someone, let them know. And and they normally those interviews they get in, they're able to get interviewed, and you know. For the most part, it works out, but it's like that inside now, you know, hey, knowing someone on the inside, it's a lot easier. That is real, bro. That is that hidden market is real. The hidden market is so real. In fact, what one thing I would say is from what I've learned is if you are looking for a job, like Philly Rebel was saying earlier, one of the things that I, the insight that I have received is you want to connect with two different types of people on LinkedIn. One, you want to connect with the person that is hiring for the position that you want to be in. And the second thing is you want to connect with the person that is in the position that you want to be in at the company you want to be in. You get to get the real from them. You get to talk to them, get to learn from them. Also, one thing I would throw in there is if you could always try to find ways to give value. And sometimes that's by finding an article or that's, you know, basically kind of providing some industry knowledge that you've gained or learned along the way. Uh, to support that person. And then eventually you could say, hey, you know, I, 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 we've been talking and I love, you know, this conversation and things of that nature. I'm really interested in the position at your company. Um, do you, do you, does your company allow you to put in referrals and things of that nature? Or, and, and, and let's say somebody that's a QA tester who's at that company and they know that there's another position needed because they're ready to build this rapport with you. They're like, hey, yeah. Because I'm gonna get a one. I want to one. I want to see you win. And two, there is a referral bonus in there if you get if you get through. So um, it really depends, though. Too, I'm not gonna lie because I've I've I put in quite a few referrals, and only one person was able to get through. <laughs> so well, so yeah, <laughs> it definitely gotta be that right. Per- I mean, you know, you gotta like. There's more than okay. So <laughs> yeah, we said that right. Like, hey, that'll get you in the door. But one thing I think I think it was Gene. Uh, one yeah. the other side of that, the Gene I think he was the one who said it. You still have to have the knowledge and the, like mm. like nepotism is real. But I mean, now if we don't know you, know you, they're not just gonna let you in there just because yeah. you know you got like to That's not know it. anything. Yeah, to not know anything and or like no personality, nothing like that. You got to at least uh, you got to be the the owners family or the owner's son or something like that like there's no way that yeah. they're gonna let you in and, and you don't know anything so you still have to have some sort of 
um, like you said, personality, knowledge, uh, be able to have a conversation, right? Interviews, yeah. they're not, it shouldn't just be one-sided. It shouldn't be like uh, interrogation. It's a conversation. Yeah. So yeah, you got to get I in like there it. and really, you got to really show you, right? Like that's who they're hiring. Yeah. These people, like they're looking to see, hey, are you a culture fit? Can you, yeah. can, can we see you navigating inside of the office with everyone who's already in there? Because what yeah. they don't want is to bring in a menace, right? That's going to tear up the whole office, run it down. They don't need that. We already got this thing running. Who's going to yeah. come in and be an asset and not a liability? So, um, Love it. yeah, you definitely got to, <laughs> you got to have that other piece once they, once the person gets you in. Yeah. Well, Trey, I got to say, I got to start. Sorry, let me cut you off. Were you going to say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I was just saying it's on you. Well, I was going to say, Trey, we actually have a special guest that's joining us this morning. Hey, um, I'm going to bring him up. You don't have to be on camera, but I'll bring you up and it'll be all three of us uh, there. But I have none other than the person I was talking about earlier, Tech Coach Ralph. <laughs> Tech Coach I believe, Ralph. I believe, that? I, believe that's, I believe that's Tech Coach Ralph. I just see quality insurance. Uh, let me see here. If it's, uh, go ahead. You can, you can unmute yourself if you are there. Oh, I think I lost you. Hey. Hey, is it Tech, tech Coach Ralph? <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, okay, sorry, I'm sorry about that. I just saw Quality Insurance Man, and I was like, ah, uh, might be, uh, it might be the person I'm thinking about. Oh, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, well, QA man. Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it as QA man for now. If you like to, okay, go that, I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. But yeah, what were your thoughts? What's your insights? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, uh, so, you know, first, I got a couple questions. Um, I'm going to try to keep it quick here because I'm, you know, signing into work at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but I appreciate what you guys are doing. And um, so pretty much kind of whatever, most of what you guys are saying, if not all of it, is absolutely true. Um, the networking, um, and it's a lot of this with the job search, it's about the time that you put in. Um, it's going to reap the benefits. And um, it's not about just trying to get an interview. It's the work you put in before that's going to lead to the success after. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, I did eight years in the Navy. I just uh, separated last year, and I kind of did that whole rigmarole of interviewing and figuring out my job path and, you know, just, you know, using veteran resources, minority resources. Um, so I just went through all of that and yeah, I had a really good experience, but a lot of my peers did not, right? So, mm -hmm. and I believe uh, it's because of the work I put in beforehand. I started my resume, uh, like I said, using free resources, you know, 12 months in advance of me separating, multiple internships, you know, different things like that. So it's um, it's about the work you put in that's gonna set you apart. Um, my question for you guys is, so, I, you know, I've been out for a year now. I work as a consultant um, and, you know, I was looking for a career pivot. Right. And I, I I don't know what it was. I knew I wanted to be in technology or cyber or something like that. I watched one video and, you know, I just keep getting all of these uh, tech, you know, <laughs> I can't escape it anymore. Yeah. Uh -uh. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> so um, I got real serious um, these last couple of weeks, uh, really honing in. Uh, like I said, I like to plan and then execute. Um, and I actually, I think it was uh, your channel, 
I was scrolling through. I saw a discount for leveled careers, um, and I jumped in. So another thing with my transition, um, I was recruited by several positions or companies to be an AE. And at the time, I really didn't know what it was. And they were they, they kind of led with the money. Um, but you know, if you think about somebody coming out of the military, um, we're we're more focused on so some stability, right? Um, so I think. They saw something in me, but I think their approach kind of was a little different and not what I was looking for at the moment. So fast forward, uh, I'm a consultant, been a consultant going on to two years now. Um, great career, very client facing. Um, I definitely like the the approach of it, but there's a, some fulfillment. And, you know, after kind of getting my first couple of raises and all the work I've been doing, I'm like, ah, yeah, the, you know, it's a lot of work. And yeah, I started off at a good, you know, pay structure, six figures, but it's kind of like, once you're there, it's like you're working, 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 and you're not necessarily seeing the compensation afterwards. I mean, that's kind of where some of this is starting mm. to interest me on, especially um, there were companies trying to recruit me before. Um, so I signed up for level careers uh, with, I think it was your code. If you have one, and then um, my my thing now is to, like I said, I like to make things tangible. Uh, so, you know, I'm here speaking with, um, trying to talk to you too. Um, so for somebody like myself, um, what's the likelihood uh, kind of transition into an AE role? And um, for somebody that I like to, you know, I have my family and I like to focus on stability. Um, when it comes to some of the, the pay structure, can you help me understand some of it and, um what's the likelihood of me kind of maintaining that six figure or, you know, whether it be, you know, OTE or coming in base um, kind of there, what's some of that likelihood? What are you guys saying? Yeah. Good. Great question. Um, and um, I know both Trey and I are affiliates with uh, level careers. And if you're talking about the account executive course, that's taught by Kevin Dorsey himself, which if you know, like, he, he he trained people in my company, <laughs> so they, they they hold his name. His name is very high in this industry, so he definitely uh, picked a good course. Trey, I don't know if you want to start first, or I could go first. Uh, no, you. I mean I mean, bro, you can go ahead and you can go ahead and take it uh, from yeah. from what I'm hearing, bro. I mean, I, I guess I, I just my little piece here. Uh, from what I'm hearing is yes, there's something. A lot of times, people, you know, they're thinking about yo, I don't have experience in tech, so it, it's. You know, when the companies hit you up, you're like, oh, I don't know. But th- like you said, you mentioned it. They saw something in the in the profile, right, in your resume that says, hey, this this guy will be a good fit here, or at least let's see. And so that's why they're reaching out. So for sure, um, it's, it's either your background in the military, right? These companies, they love military individuals. Why? Structure, uh, diligent. They are willing to do what? Uh, companies or people in uh, higher positions ask. And that's all they're looking for is someone who's available and coachable. So probably when they see your, your long line there, they're like, Hey, this is someone who is probably a good fit. Like you said, I I don't know your whole, whole background, but they saw something there. Um, So, you know, definitely be confident in that. But uh, Joseph, I mean, go ahead with the, with the details there. Yeah. And first thing, again, congratulations for taking that course, because that's going to give you the insights on necessarily what an AE role is. And you're probably seeing it already if you did start the course that there's going to be obviously the part where you're doing the demoing 
of the product. You're doing a bit of discovery, actually a lot of discovery to understand the pain points and how the product that you're going to be selling meets it. Now, in regards to stability, and I want to talk about that first, stability really comes from your experience, your knowledge, because um, you have to look at the company itself, research the company, whether it's Glassdoor, RepView, to see the quota attainability for being an account executive, because that ties into the stability that you have there. And also, if you're really looking to get into this as a career, as a profession, then you want to also think about job security is important, true, but you're really going to have, especially with the work that you put in, you're really going to have career stability as an account executive. Now, in regards to the income that you can make, you can make significant money being an account executive. Sometimes starting out your base salary might be 90K, maybe 100K. But in regards to OTE, the commissions that you make, depending on your company that you're with, and that's why it's always great to do research on the company, you're going to be able to probably scale that to to multiple six figures, um, depending on how the comp is actually set up. And then, of course, there's other people that could time, talk, time uh, chime in and talk about that. And a recruiter cousin is she 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 does this for a living. So she could definitely talk about different packages that are out there. I know she works with software developers more, but still she could talk about it. That when it comes to especially for the startup, they may offer equity. Um, in the company, all that can play into the money down the line where let's say that the company is a pre-IPO, you know, um, before they have an initial offering put out there. Um, if they get if they get bought out and you're a part of that company, you know, depending on how much stock you have or how much investment you have in that company, you know, uh, you can make a significant amount of money when it sells. So it's really that there's so many different areas in regards to the financial aspect. That was one of your parts of your question. Uh, that you really can benefit on multiple fronts, but it really comes down to research on the particular company. What is the quota attainability here? Or am I going to be a full cycle account executive? Because then you have to consider that in account because some AEs actually do prospecting the SDR work as well. Now that, depending on the type of company and the role, that might not be a good fit for you or that might be a good fit for you. It really depends. So all those different things you want to keep in account. And we could talk about that more offline if you want to hit us up directly and we can kind of dive even deeper into that conversation. Hopefully that helps. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, that definitely helps. Um, and I, I definitely will reach out. Uh, what do you guys prefer? Uh, for me, LinkedIn. For me, LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn okay, is cool. Perfect. Yeah. And um, just one more question. Sure. So you mentioned kind of, you know, doing some research on companies. Um, you mentioned quota attainability, whether I'll be a full cycle, um, you know, account executive or not. What are some other uh, uh, things or gems I should be looking for when it comes to companies? Uh, it could be red flags or green flags. Um, what else are you guys looking for for some of these companies? Am I am I trying to get into that tech startup? You know, I am, you know, I have a two-year-old, but, you know, I have a lot of time that, I, you know, I can dedicate to work. Or am I looking for well-established brand or company, you know, or, you know, in the middle? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Either way, take this one first. I'll give it to you. Yeah, after ahead, I promise. Oh so, no, nah, mine is probably simple. You got. It, you got it. <laughs> yeah. So I would. I personally, um, in regards to your question about what you should look for in companies when you're looking to basically move forward with a company or not, it's a couple of different things. Uh, for one, is culture. So 
Glassdoor can show you a lot of that, but I would also take with a grain of salt. So, for example, if it's a time, of, it's a period of time where they were laying off people because they hired too much and they're doing restructuring, you might see a lot of negative reviews on Glassdoor in that span of time from disgruntled employees. So you kind of want to take a little bit of time to talk to people that are currently working there in LinkedIn, make connections with them. If they are an account executive, say, hey, I just was, you know, I want to reach out to you. I'm very interested to learn more about your company. How is it being at your particular company? And then they'll give their honest feedback most of the time if they are trustworthy or <laughs> just willing to share, which a lot of people are. And then from there, you can kind of get an assessment on the culture of the company. Another thing is also, can you, the offer that they make to you eventually, can you really accept that offer? And what I mean by that is sometimes there are certain companies where they may have, they may not have the benefits that really can work for you. I have a family, a large family, and I had a, a great offer from a company, but because they were overseas and didn't have a U.S. subsidiary, they, I couldn't get any health care. Um, and that's huge. In the U.S., healthcare costs a lot of money. Um, and so if you don't have those benefits that could cover certain things, you have to make sure that their, their, their offer can align with you. But for me, culture is a big thing because culture dictates a lot of things. If they, if they have a culture that, you know, for example, they're quick to hire and fire. If they have a culture where they're basically like, uh, I don't know if, <laughs> you know, like the, 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 the people that come in there complain about not getting training. That's a big red flag for me, you know, because you want to, especially if it's your first role, you want a place that could help you ramp up. And so that goes to the next question where I would say, look, for my opinion, look for mid-tier companies that are pretty well established, that have a good, that could that have a good track record of training their account executives and ramping them up in a good amount of time. I would say, look at those companies and say, that's who I want to target for. Because if you go to a startup, Sometimes the expectation is, okay, we need somebody that can hit the ground running fast, and they may not have a time to train you efficiently for the job. So I've actually had somebody that I coach with and talk with on a weekly basis who's in that situation. Like she never got, the person never got training. The person <laughs> was basically expected to do all of the stuff um, without really kind of having that knowledge. And, and that sometimes can happen, not in all startups, but in most of them because they're in a, such a fast grind, we gotta get it done uh, place within the company. So I would basically, hopefully that answers all your questions, but that's what how I would approach the job search. I don't know if I'm gonna add to that, Trey. Yeah, I mean, bro, you you said it, bro. Like these companies, especially in the startups, man, it, it sound, I mean, it is good, right? They have great package offerings and things like that, but I would say not to start because normally, the SOPs, the job aids, they're still figuring those things out. And like Joseph said, in real time experience, they're expecting you to come in and already know that. So if you start somewhere else, right, like if you have a company that's, hey, three plus years in, they have job aids, they have SOPs, they have email sequences, call cadences already in place. Tech stack. <laughs> all yeah. of that, right? Yeah, exactly. And they're not building it out. Like, all these things that accounts to um, your like how you feel about the role, how you feel about the place. Right. So if your first role is in a place where you're tr like they're trying to get everything together, they're changing everything weekly. Why? They're trying to figure it out. Like, yo, this week we're doing this. And then you just get in the groove of that. All right. Uh, now we're doing this. It's kind of hard to get your footing. Whereas if you start somewhere that already has all this stuff in place, not only can you, uh, you know, get get your money or get your knowledge and skills, but now 
when those startup companies do hit you up on LinkedIn, right? Because they are. Now you can sit back and think, hmm, I might be able to take this one. The equity deal on this is crazy. Or, you know, the money that they're throwing out is crazy. Or whatever. Or I've been wanting to work at this place. I already know about it. Well, now you can take those skills that you learned at the spot that has already had that stuff in place. And now, no matter if they have the job aids in place or not, you know what you're doing. So now, hey, while y'all figure all that out, I'm about to go get this, you know, get these people in. Why? I already have my call cadence together. I have emails that I know work and all of these, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but yeah, and, and then one of the first questions that you definitely should ask in those interviews, man, is is what is the quota attainment for, for, your, for your team? Because that'll tell you if you want to be there or not. If they, you know, if they're like, hey, you know, it's it's about 40 percent. Well, you got to take that like, hey, or as a new person. Right. Like I believe in my abilities. But as a a new person to this space, do I want to take a chance on 40 or is that way too low? You know, or if they say, hey, right now, our quota attempt is about 85 percent. That sounds like good. That sounds like a good spot for me. You know, now I'm thinking, hey, I'm an above average individual. We're going to make this thing shake. Okay. Now I know, like, oh, we're going to get this money. So, yeah, that's definitely, I would say those are those are things to look at for sure. Got you. So quota attainment is uh, the, the number of people in that position that meet whatever that that KPI is. Exactly. Or exceeds yes, it. Okay. Because then, that yeah, that helps to know, like, hey, <clears throat> either y'all got unrealistic expectations or the training might not be all the way there. You know, something's or the product if it's is low. That, you yeah, know, if it's low. So perfect. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Um I, I'm gonna connect with y'all on LinkedIn and you know possibly hop in one or two of more of these calls with more questions. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for hopping right. in. We appreciate thank you. you. Yeah, man. Thank you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Well, Absolutely. Now, I love that. I love that. Was that was that was a great conversation, you know, um, and 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 feel free to call in like that. You know, if you want to call in and, and if you have a question, especially if you're looking to transition into this industry, uh, we're, we are both fairly new, but we have taken time to learn and we have taken time to speak with people that are in the industry and have grown. And and so. So, yeah, I, I saw a question here. What is a low percentage in regards to quota attainability? <laughs> I and yeah, like I saw forty percent. Like to be honest with you, I would probably say what you said, Trey. Like like anything that's like four, like anything below fifty percent, I'm kind of like yeah. looking at it, and I'm like, hmm, that's a good why? Spot. <laughs> yeah. saying, Tell me why? You know, like why Man, is it for real? Forty percent. You know, and I'll thank you so much, by the way, uh, for for saying that, Miss Parker. I appreciate that. Um, uh, well, KPIs really depends on each company, um, by the way. Like each company has different KPIs. So one company might say, hey, you, we want you to get in a sales month. It's speaking about just speaking strictly tech sales. That every every different role has different KPIs. So I don't want to speak about any of the role. What I know, let's say one company says you got to get five qualified leads per month. Another company might be 15 because their volume is so huge and they have probably different um that like in the market, they're known, market notoriety. And so it might be different for each company, but but based off of the company, you could kind of say like, oh, what the KPIs, what might be low for, for a particular company. 
but with that being said, uh, like my friend, quality insurance man, QA man, I'm going to have to clock in for work as well very soon. Uh, start doing some calls. But I want to wrap it up here with this brown box special. The brown <laughs> box special. <laughs> Did I get it? <laughs> 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 I love it. Love it, man. Oh, man. Did this brown box special? I, uh, I, yeah, I read this. I will read it again because this is funny. Um, sad but funny. Uh, <laughs> hilarious, painful, but funny. I hope we didn't. I hope they weren't on Spirit Airlines. No, no shout out. No, no, no uh, shade to them. But <laughs> uh, this basically Probably. the story goes like this: <laughs> We had a guy start in London on on Monday, and he left for a conference in Seattle later that week. I met him at Heathrow, I believe that's how you pronounce it, with his badge and laptop on his first morning, and boarded a flight with him. Longest story. But he ended up slapping a member of the flight crew because she wouldn't let him sit in business class. Oof. I called <laughs> HR when he landed and fired him in baggage claim. Forget about it. You're not even getting out of this airport <laughs> representing this company anymore. We paid for him to fly back to the UK the next day. Thank you, BuzzFeed, for that story. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. First day of the job, oh, wow. you slap a member of the flight crew among in front of your colleague. Because I mean, just, let you go to business class, bro, bro. Just think about that. Think about that. You know, one of your colleagues is on the plane, Jeez. and like his representative <laughs> is slapping folks, and you just got the job. So you know the real him. I mean, that's when you first meet somebody. That's the representative, right? That's not the real you for the most part. And yeah. you slapping people already. I could only imagine. He probably slapping his teammates after uh, a month. And the real him shows up with a real slim shady. Please stand up. He, oh. bro, he probably he yeah he he had to what? get he had to get up out of there. They had to get him up out of there. Yeah, that's that ridiculous. Crazy. I do yeah. love the fact that they didn't let him leave though. Like yo, you're not even leaving the airport. Don't even worry about it. Just turn around, get your bags, and get right back in line. They were not playing that. I mean, that technically could even be a lawsuit for them if you think about liability. You know? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Oh man. Billy <laughs> Rebel is laughing. She's like, oh my gosh. Like this is a, this, this is hilarious. Well, no, I, I, I think, man, like we love to hear Brown Box special stories. If y'all have a story, a brown box special story, I gotta create a link somewhere and just put it so that you can just submit these stories because we want to tell these stories uh so we can laugh <laughs> as well. That's uh, it. That's it. Who do you know has a crazy story? Not it not be themselves. It could be hypothetically somebody else, but a situation where they had to basically pack up their stuff in a brown box and head on out because they got fired for some craziness. Um, we would love to hear it. Uh, but y'all, man, Trey, this was a great. This is a great one. This was yeah. This is one for the books, bro, man. I thank everybody who who participated today. Right, comment warriors, appreciate y'all in there getting it done. Right. This is how you start the Monday off. You started off great. The whole week is great. Then, you know, that turns into a month. Then that turns into a year. 2020, 2024 is going to be crazy, man. It'll be crazy. Hey, y'all, if you want to see more of this, uh, more than just Monday, uh, let us know in the comment section, too. That'd be cool. If you do, we appreciate it. Either way, thank y'all for rocking with us. Uh, just got back and did a quick morning st stream too. Oh man, look at see, 
content creators are busy. Yeah, <laughs> we're busy. They're getting, we're busy. They're busy. getting it. <laughs> we're gonna hop on unless you ra- you're wrapping it up. Oh man, we are. Woo, uh, we are wrapping it up are, next are. Monday. Next Monday, bro. Definitely hop yeah, on. Run it back. Um, there's somebody that would need to connect with you. Uh, she's in the chat. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Her name is Philly Rebel. She's a bit Philly Rebel. She's been, she's been looking for work, so she we actually hollered. We actually mentioned you for her to reach out to you. Uh, so uh, I don't know how you guys are gonna make it con- have that have that connection, but um, but yeah, I told her to reach out to you because she's looking to break into this space as a QA, and I said, hey, there's somebody's a senior QA on here, so I pointed you out. Get with her. Um, so that'd be cool, man. But besides that, y'all, we appreciate you like always. Until next time, peace and elbow grease. We are holla. <laughs> holla.